The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah, assalatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma anfa'ni bima alamtani wa alamni ma yanfa'ni wa zidni ilman alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal wa a'udhu billah min hal ahlillah. اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الأربع من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن دعاء لا يسمع رب شهلي صدري ويسر لي أمري وهل عنقة من لساني يفقه قولي الرب زدني علما اللهم بارك لنا في شعبان وبلغنا رمضان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I start by praising Allah سبحانه وتعالى all praise belongs to Allah سبحانه وتعالى we seek refuge in Allah سبحانه وتعالى we ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى to send his salutations upon his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for sincerity in our hearts, in our actions, in our thoughts. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to benefit us with what he has taught us, hmm. to benefit us. We seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in four things, from knowledge which is of no benefit, from a heart that does not fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From a soul that is not that is not content, that is not satisfied, and from a dua that is not responded by that is not responded to by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala with the dua of Musa Islam to facilitate our communication, our conversation, our speech, so that we may communicate and convey the message of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the clearest of ways. Uh, and then very last but not least, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us as the final few days of the month of Sha'ban. And yet we are so close but yet so far from this month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to witness this blessed month of Ramadan, which is just around the corner. With those opening words, assalamu alaikum to all our listeners. And welcome again to uh, the weekly live learning show with me, Hafiz Sha'ban, every, every Saturday from 7 p.m. To 8 p.m. on here on Inspire FM 105.1 FM, and of course also broadcasting live across some of our sister stations nationally, uh, and not to mention, of course, uh, also welcoming our listenership across uh, across the nation uh, via the Inspire FM uh, app. Okay, the Inspire FM app, of course, also on on the website. And of course, today we are also broadcasting live via Facebook. So alhamdulillah and welcome to all of our listeners, inshallah. All right, so we are, of course, on this final third week. Uh, and this has been a, a special a series, a three-week special on a weekly live learning show where we've been preparing, we've been going on this journey preparing for Ramadan over the last three weeks. You know, three weeks ago, I was talking about, you know, the countdown to Ramadan and why we need to prepare for this month of Ramadan and the arrival of, of Ramadan and the importance of, you know, uh, psychologically, mentally, you know, starting preparing ourselves, understanding the value of this month of Ramadan. Last week, we were discussing how this month of Ramadan is going to be very different, right? The month of Ramadan is the month of Ramadan. You know, every year, it's the, the month of Ramadan is the same, but our circumstances, our environment, our, our social setting, we find it drastically different this year, and hence we we need to adjust. We need to make most of it, and this is what we were exploring last week, which was week two. Uh, this week, inshallah, ta'ala is uh, is the, is the final week before, of course, Ramadan kicks in and next week, inshallah, ta'ala, uh, and next Saturday when we do the weekly live learning show, we would we 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 would be in 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 the month of Ramadan itself. So today, inshallah, I'm going to be focusing on. How do we make the most of this blessed month of Ramadan? How do we make the most of this blessed month of Ramadan, inshallah? And to help me navigate through this subject matter and to help me navigate through this, you know, very, very important subject, inshallah, I've invited to the show. It's, it's been a, a bit of a shift from, uh, from the normal show where I'm normally giving the reminder, reflecting upon you know an ayah of the quran or a hadith but this time inshallah i thought let me invite a guest let me invite a brother mashallah who i've known for many many years mashallah a very learned brother mashallah uh kamal abu zahra Ustad kamal abu zahra assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh wa alaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh ya brother shaban and wa alaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh to your listeners inshallah 
بارك الله فيك شيخ جزاك الله خير for for you know giving me your time and joining me on this show ما شاء الله and and just a, just an introduction to brother Kamal Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra uh, for for my listeners inshallah so brother Kamal Abu Zahra I've known the Ustad for many many years ما شاء الله I remember we I I believe studied uh, Arabic at a similar time of course different institution. Uh, but mashallah brother kamal then continued his uh, you know his studies of the islamic sciences uh, did a masters phd mashallah and and he's quite he, he went many many you know years ahead of me in terms of islamic sciences and his study of islamic sciences and is is mashallah is is depth in terms of the islamic sciences uh, mashallah ustaz you you've had an an incredible journey just give us a quick introduction to uh to our listeners with regards to your background inshallah ta'ala so that they they're familiar with who who we're speaking with this evening um but the shabban i mean you you've mentioned it obviously academically you know i've studied uh, arabic language um also taught uh, arabic language uh i undertook my postgraduate studies uh in um uh, islamic uh studies um ottoman studies actually in terms of history and translation theory and recently uh, for the last number of years i've been uh, engaging in research uh, on my um, doctoral um, thesis on uh, on uh, minority fiqh and, and sharia which i've uh, submitted uh, alhamdulillah uh, also i have taught for about 8 years in uh, university of london uh, on the ba and the ma inshallah on islamic studies uh, in particular islamic law actually fantastic jazakallah khair ustaz mashallah always very humble as always mashallah of you but alhamdulillah i i know mashallah you've got a very strong presence lecturing teaching mashallah sharing that knowledge with the with 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 the ummah with the community alhamdulillah great to see see that inshallah what what are the initiatives that you involved in these days brother come on well as i said i was busy with the research and that's now um complete um you know in terms of um lecture circles um uh, i i do juma khutbas uh, and then i'm engaged with that and now alhamdulillah my uh, thesis is finished um uh, look forward to getting back to um the circles and and the, and the groups inshallah alhamdulillah all right so so we've got a very very important subject that we are of course discussing uh, you probably heard the introduction in terms of you know the kind of last couple of weeks what what i've been covering uh and, and and the key question is uh, that you know subhanallah what, what you know in terms of ramadan getting ready for ramadan preparing mm-hmm. ourselves for ramadan of course we we all know that this ramadan you know it's the same month of ramadan same blessing same mercy same forgiveness you know at min an nar but that, but but our social settings is going to be so drastically different right yeah uh, so it's it's about getting ready for ramadan getting our mindset ready for for ramadan i mean i are you ready for ramadan how have you been i, I mean it'll be interesting that you know your personal preparation <laughs> and readiness for ramadan i mean uh, how, how do you you know typically get ready for for the month of ramadan and especially this year when it's going to be so different yeah subhanallah i mean this is ramadan as you've said is you know every ramadan is special um but this ramadan is unique is such that i don't think we will ever uh, face another type of ramadan or the circumstances that we're facing uh, in our lifetimes yeah. uh, you know and i would pray we don't uh, and so you know under these circumstances um it's um you know important for us to reflect uh, and in fact to see ramadan Uh, as a way by which to get through this very difficult circumstances that we are uh, in in fact in mm-hmm. subhanallah i'm hungry for ramadan waiting for ramadan because yeah. we need ramadan right now I mean, we always need ramadan but yeah. you know given the um the suffering and the fear and 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 the turbulence yeah. uh, that the society and our ummah is going through um this is the time we need ramadan to not only you know in terms of the preparation of you know fasting and and qira'ah and recitation and sadaqa but i think um tadabbur and tafakkur you know so personally myself in addition to the other things um just, just, i'm doing a lot explain, of thinking right uh, now tadabbur tafakkur give us the english rend- yeah. rend- so, rendition so lot of um, you know uh, you know uh, contemplation you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says afala yatadabbarun alquran Yeah. So, do they not uh, make uh, tadabbur of the Quran? I.e., reflect on the Quran. 
تفكر لقوم يتفكرون الله سبحانه وتعالى says he gives signs for a people who think and reflect and you know as you know thinking reflecting is also an ibadah and that's what brings change in people uh, and and it's making me you know this situation that the world is going through and and you know and and that ramadan is close is making me you know i'm actually spending the time thinking that how can i change how can my family improve how can we as a community improve uh, and and make the most of this ramadan and and what are the areas that we can uh, improve in inshallah because yeah, no. you know we yeah. say tazkiyah to nufus that we want yeah. to make tazkiyah and purify yes. but you know from what this is the question what are the things that we want to change what are the things we want to improve what are the you know uh, the things that we want to remove and eradicate from ourselves this is worth thinking about and uh, that's something which has been occupying my mind to be honest with you so i mean i mean you you kind of answered my my question uh and and also my next question too which was going to be about typically getting ready for this blessed month right to dabbur tafakkur tazkiyah you know you mentioned all of these things right so is is that a kind of a practical you know approach that you also take with you, with yourself and and your family and and your you know children in terms of getting ready getting the mindset ready for for ramadan i mean I, I well, in terms of example. focus yeah. sorry super shaban no No, no, I was going to say, in, in terms of um, focus, uh, um, uh, you know, I, I mean, Ramadan is special because it is a month in which Allah SWT revealed the Qur'an. Shahr Ramadan al-Ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. This is the month in which Allah SWT revealed the Qur'an. So, I mean, one of the things I want to do uh, for my family, uh, and, and I think it's important for all families, for all of us, is a very special focus on tadabbur of quran and yeah. you know how we can uh, become closer to the quran yeah. prophet yeah. sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said rajul laysa fi jawfihi shay'un min alquran kal bayt alkharib you know the yeah. man in whom within him there is no quran is like a yeah. derelict house kal bayt alkharib a house yeah. in which is uninhabited no one lives so the cobwebs are there you know and uh, so this is the derelict house our nufus if you like you know can become derelict from quran and so how can yeah. we you know um, become close to quran either through and this is the practical sort of you know mm-hmm. uh, uh, reciting quran of course memorizing quran or parts that we've memorized refreshing on those mm-hmm. and especially making tadabbur of quran yeah. reciting the ayat reflecting on them the meaning such that it has an impact on our lives. No. I, I mean, it's a very interesting point, very, very pertinent point that you're teaching upon there, right? Uh, tadabbur. And I, I was going to ask you, how, how does one, you know, engage in Tadabbur al-Quran, right? Because a lot of us are busy with reciting the Quran and just just being able to recite the Quran is an exercise and, and we almost consider it a feat. You know, I've, I've completed, a, you know, a qira'ah of the Quran by the end of Ramadan. Okay, which is fantastic, spiritual, ibadah, right? But uh, it's, it's probably not quite tadabur, right? Uh, and, and we're probably reciting too, and we're probably not really necessarily doing tadabur because we're just reciting and we don't really appreciate and understand what we're reciting. Are there two, are there two different things? And, and, and what would you recommend, right? What would you recommend? Because, you know, this, this Ramadan, one of the things I'm telling my children is, guys, what's the hurry? The whole world is stopped, right? Everything mm. is stopped outside there. So why are you rushing things? Just call, and you're going to have a lot more time this time, right? So, so just pause for a moment. You've got a lot more time. So don't only just recite, but also try to reflect upon the meaning. Read the, the meaning of what you're, what you're reciting. And maybe that's where, you know, and read the commentary perhaps. And that's what probably might initiate and spark off that further thought or a deeper thought yes. what, what are your thoughts around that yeah i mean uh, uh, the quran says afala yatadabbarun alquran so mm. do they not reflect on the quran you know the word tadabbur dabara dubur you know it, it is to do with the consequence the implication so in other words when we look at an ayah we're looking at the meaning and what what does it imply what are the effects yeah. so we're not just reciting quran but we want to see what is the quran telling us Uh, yeah. You know, how does it instruct us in terms of the circumstance of the situation we are in? And what lessons can we take? This is tadabbur. Yeah. So it's not just to think about it, but actually yeah. to think 
the consequences and the implications of the meaning of, of the Quran. Yeah. Uh, let me share with you one ayah that is, is making me think, yeah, yeah. Or, or this ayah that's um, having an impact on me uh, in yeah. terms of its meaning and then implications today. Uh, you know, in Surah Al-An'am, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, verse seventeen, He says, "وَإِنْ يَمْسَسْتَ اللَّهُ بِضُرٍ فَلَا كَاشِفَ لَهُ إِلَّا هُوَ." Yeah. Uh, you know, in yamsaska Allahu bidurrin, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were to afflict you uh, or touch yeah. you uh, with an affliction, yeah. no one can remove it except him. Yeah. And if there is any khair that Allah wishes to touch you with, yeah. that Allah ta'ala is powerful over all things. You know, this situation with the, with the pandemic, you know, every day we see the death toll rising, no. you know, staggering number of people uh, within this no. country, around the globe, no. uh, you know, dying. And then you realize, subhanAllah, this shows the qudra and the uzma of Allah, that we no. think we are powerful, we think we're in control, we have plans to do, you know, grand plans, you know, no. five-year plan to do to do this, to do that, succeed in whatever. Yeah. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. All of this is in Allah's hands. Actually, yeah. all of it is Allah's plan. And, and we say, you know, wa ala kulli shay'in qadir. What does that mean? If you reflect yeah. on the current circumstances, you can see that an invisible enemy, something you cannot see, can actually disable the whole world. Uh-huh. That's why, you know, this ayah says, if Allah wants to touch you, because we're all, the whole world is being touched by this uh-huh. situation in, in, in some shape or form. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so if Allah from Ta'ala touches you with some dur, فَلَا كَاشِفَ لَهُ You know, yeah. no one can save you from it, no one can remove it. And if he wants to give you some khair, فَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ Allah is all-powerful uh-huh. of all things. And subhanAllah, uh-huh. when you think about that, then you think, you know what, I have to make tawakkul on Allah. I have to depend on him because everything depends on him. Nothing yeah. can happen without him. Fa'alul lima yurid. So see, when you think like that, you draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you increase your tawakkul and dependence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a sign of ex- example of um uh, yeah. you know for, for me personally, mm. you know, this ayah and other ayahs where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he talks about his qudra really you know affected me and, and made me feel mm. we are nothing. Allahu Akbar, uh, very, very profound words, uh, Ustad uh, Kamal Abu Zahra. Uh, li- listeners, I, I just, just a reminder that you are tuned into uh, the weekly live learning show with me, Hafi Shaban, and I am in conversation uh, with Ustad with Sheikh Kamal Abu Zahra, uh, who is uh, speaking to us from London. Uh, mashallah, the Ustad is, uh, got his undergraduate in, in Arabic and Islamic studies and then he proceeded with, uh, with his studies in, in, in terms of masters and then PhD and subhanAllah, he lectures on, on, on the Islamic sciences, you know, nationally, if not internationally. Uh, and and we, we've got a, a slight twist to uh, the normal show where I'm actually, you know, speaking to the Ustad on, on today's show as opposed to, you know, giving, you know, a reminder myself, which I typically do every Saturday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And alhamdulillah, Allah blessed me with this opportunity to engage and have this conversation with Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra. And subhanAllah, as an individual, whilst uh, uh, Kamal, you, you were speaking, uh, subhanAllah, I was just reflecting, wallahi, I was just reflecting on your words. Uh, and subhanAllah, uh, you know, it's, you know it, it, is, it is so true. It is so true. I, I mean, it, it is the Quran is, the same, you know, the same ayats, the same surahs you are, re- we read so many times. And, and subhanAllah, wallahi, every time you read that surah, every time you read the ayah, it's as if you've, you draw mm. a different lesson from the same surah. Allahu Akbar, I'm reading the same ayat, but it's as if, you know what, suddenly is, it jumps to me. You know, I can be reading, and it's as if something has suddenly jumped at me, and I've, I've been reading this, the same Quran. Now, you know, for, yeah. for 30 years, but every time, you know, you read and you ponder and you reflect, uh, you suddenly derive a new lesson from it. Now, you know, you know I, I can say that, and maybe I've, you know, I've been blessed with, with having a, a basic understanding of the Arabic language. You know, you've got a very, you know, a lot deeper understanding of the Arabic language. 
you know, a lot of my listeners are going to be thinking, you know, hey, you guys are blessed with the Arabic. We don't have Arabic. You know, we barely just struggle with, with reciting the Quran. Let's talk practical tips, right, for, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and this, this is a, a kind of a dilemma, right? Uh, do I focus on getting a, a recital completed in the month of Ramadan? Do I focus on, you know, trying to read as much of Quran as I can, even perhaps using the Mus'haf in, in the Taraweeh, because I'm going to be doing that individually? Uh, or do, do I also share some time or, or lend some time or, you know, you know, put some time aside to just start reading some of those translations that we're referring to so that perhaps we can start getting that thinking process triggered within a, an individual. Uh, what, what, what some practical tips that can you, can yes. you offer I mean, to us? I think sometimes we, we, we uh, um, feel a certain inhibition yeah, mm-hmm. to um, approach the Quran directly because we feel, oh, we don't know Arabic, we're relying on the translation, or, oh, you know, I don't want to give fatwa or, you know, hukum, ahkam, and, you know, mm-hmm. this is out of my depth. Um, but the thing we are asking um, or the thing that we need to do, we're not deriving any ahkam or rulings or anything like that. What we want to do is get the universal, eternal messages yeah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking to us. And for that, you don't need uh, to have a degree in Arabic language or, or be proficient in the language. So for this point about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ala kulli shay'in qadir, for example, yeah. you know, uh, we can read the, this in the translation. Uh, we can, and we are blessed now that you know so many, uh, you know, there, there's translations. Uh, sorry, there's tafsir uh, in English now. So Ibn Kathir has been, you know, translated for many years now. Uh, one of my favorite tafsir, uh, yeah, Imam Al Qurtubi's tafsir, has been translated, uh, and there's other translations uh, available. Uh, and you know, so with these um, uh, sort of. Uh, books and, and tafasir accompanied yeah. with recitation of the Quran and the translation, we can actually take these meanings, right. you know, and we shouldn't feel scared uh, yeah. to benefit, uh, you know, from, the, from what Allah SWT is actually mm. telling us, mm. you know, so these meanings, these, these teachings, uh, we can actually draw and, and we encourage ourselves, uh, yeah. the brothers and sisters, to do this in this month, inshallah. Yeah. This is how we will draw closer to Quran closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and closer to our deen, inshallah. Such that no. the deen is not hollow. The no. problem is sometimes, you know, um, the Quran becomes, our deen becomes like, uh, you know, Bani Israel, just formality, things that we do. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and they've lost their uh, meaning and their message and, and the halawa uh, no. within these things, the sweetness of these things. And so what no. we need to do is, of course, engage in the qira'ah, and the yeah. tilawa, but also yeah. engage in the tadabbur and tafakkur, uh, as we said, then we'll taste Quran, inshallah, taste the ayat, taste the halawa sweetness of this deen. Right. Subhanallah, subhanallah, a, a, a brilliant, brilliant points, mashallah, very, very deep. And, and, I, and I also think practical, right? I think very practical too. Uh, and and I, I think that's a, that, that's a key message. You know, that this is this is a month of reflection. This is a month, yes, of ibadat. It's a month of reflection. It's a month of Quran. Uh, and don't only just, you know, and, and this month I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell my listeners, I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to tell my family. You know, this, this is the month when we're going to have a lot more time than, than usual. A lot more time than usual. You know, carve out some time in your schedules for that reflection, for that reading of, of the meanings, for the reading of the commentary on some of these you know, ayat, some of these surahs that you're probably that you've probably memorized. Pick up a small surah, no problem. Even the small surahs that we have memorized, and start reading the meaning, start reading and reflecting upon the translations, the commentary. And Subhanallah, you know what? A lot of my listeners who haven't done that previously, you're going to be pleasantly surprised because some of the stories that are behind some of these ayat and these uh, and these surahs are fascinating, and they really capture you. And you think Subhanallah. If only I'd started that kind of exercise a long, long time ago. Anyway, we're about to go into a commercial break. So we've, we've got about a minute to go. And we're going to go into a commercial break, inshallah. So when we come back, inshallah, from the, from the commercial break, I want, I want to continue this conversation, inshallah. And, and inshallah. maybe, you know, pro- progress it a bit further around some of the other practicalities of, uh, you know, uh, some of the, the practical things that we can do because we are going to pretty much be individuals uh, this, this Ramadan. Uh, as opposed to a collective community. Uh, but I don't want to also take that to mean that 
we're not going to be there and we, we, we can't engage in some communal uh, and some voluntary works in this month of Ramadan. I think we can. Uh, but but the, the, the eye is going to be a very specific and, and very special this, this Ramadan because of the nature of the, the, the circumstances that we, we find ourselves. And how do we practically, you know, you know use that time, inshallah, for, uh, you know, and what are some of the things that we can do in our homes? What are some of the things that we can do as families, inshallah, and how do we make the, the most of this, you know, circumstance in our homes? within the month of Ramadan. So we've got about 30 seconds. We're going to go into a commercial break and uh, inshallah, we'll be back in a couple of minutes' time. Uh, just a reminder, you are uh, with me, Hafiz Shaban, uh, on the weekly live learning show every Saturday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And I am in conversation with Ustad uh, Sheikh Kamal Abu Zahra. And we are discussing the blessed month of Ramadan and how do we make the most of it, inshallah. I think I forgot to give the numbers earlier, but 0779481822 for any of your messages, any of your specific questions. When we come back, inshallah, I'll repeat those numbers for our listeners. But any questions that you've got for the Sheikh? Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to uh, the weekly live learning show with me, Hafiz Shaban, every Saturday from 7pm to 8pm uh, and I pray, inshallah, that you, our listeners, wherever you may be, are in the best of health and iman, inshallah, do not forget, please stay safe, stay at home in the current climate as we are being advised, inshallah, and look after yourselves and you know look after your your basic hygiene and follow the guidelines that are being provided to you so that inshallah ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects you and keeps you safe and well oh one five eight two four eight one eight double two is the number here in the studio zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two I forgot to give those numbers earlier uh zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two and you can of course send in any SMS WhatsApp messages inshallah ta'ala a very special show this evening. I am in conversation with uh, Sheikh Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra from London, and we are discussing everything around Ramadan, preparing for Ramadan, making the most of this month, this blessed month of Ramadan. How do we benefit from this month of Ramadan? That is the, the focus of our conversation this evening. Six days until Ramadan, I am being told, six days before Ramadan, I am being told. And so, subhanAllah, we are very, very close, yet very, very far, because subhanAllah, as we're seeing around us, we are hearing constantly in people, individuals who are sometimes close to us, who are being impacted and have been, you know, victims and of course chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as victims to the coronavirus, right? Only yesterday night, you know, I was completely taken by shock and, and surprise. A very, very close friend of mine, you know, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, decreed for him to be shaheed. And, uh, you know, and he passed away yeah. and returned to his creator, uh, you know, as a result of, you know, the, the coronavirus. And subhanAllah, this brother, every year for the last seven, eight years of itikafs, of Ramadans, that I've personally been in, in, involved in, in the itikafs, he has been there with me. And subhanAllah, this Ramadan, not only will we not have the, the facilities to perform and engage in itikafs in the massages, but of course, this brother won't be with us and subhanallah that is the reality that we're seeing around us and subhanallah that is why when we're talking about preparing for ramadan almost you know i don't even need to go into a discussion of preparing for ramadan because the environment the surroundings the, and, and and the news that you know the, the, the thing that has dominated the news for the last several weeks should automatically prompt that thinking within us that when are we going to turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if indeed this is not the time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anyway, enough of me talking. I am in conversation with, with the Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra and I really want to get the, 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 the pearls of wisdom from uh, the Ustad as opposed to me trying to give my pearls of wisdom. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ustad. Jazakallah khair Ustad. So before we went into the commercial break, we were of course com, uh, com, having a conversation on all things preparing for Ramadan. Jazakallah khair for some of the the practical steps that you 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 were sharing with us, and I want to keep the next half and I also practical, so that you know our listeners can can benefit the most from it. 
We talked about reflecting upon the Quran. We talked about, you know, the the, the month of Ramadan being a, a month of the Quran. You know, and, and you know, I, I asked you with regards to the practical tips around that because a lot of us focus on reciting, completing a recitation, and we talked about how we need to, you know, more, you know, more spend time and allocate time around the reflection on on, on the Quran, right? And, and you gave some examples on how we do that. What, what about also, uh, Sheikh? A, a couple of more things I want to reflect upon in terms of the Quran because that that is mm-hmm. the key thing. That is the key thing. If if Ramadan was made special. Uh, you know, it was you know, it's the association with the Quran that that made it so distinct and special for for this ummah, right? You know, the, the relationship between the Quran and and us as individuals, the relationship between the Quran and us as a community, the relationship between the Quran and us as an ummah, as in in our circumstances today, as individuals within our domestic affairs, within within our communal affairs, within our affairs as an ummah, the the, the solution. You know, the, you know the shifa that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave to us in terms of the Quran. Maybe, maybe a couple of words around that point, Ustad, if if you may, right? In terms of yes, tadabbur al Quran, yes, recite the Quran, yes, read the Quran, but ultimately, the application of the Quran is, is the crucial thing, isn't it, within ourselves and within the other domains that I discussed? Yes, um, the, the ayah that I quoted initially. Um, yeah. About Ramadan, so Allah says, "Shahr Ramadan, Alladhi Unzila Fihi Al-Quran." That He revealed the Quran in this month as a huda linnas wa bayinat min al-huda wal-furqan, as clear bayinat of huda guidance and furqan. And furqan is something which uh, shows the al-farq between al-haq wal-batil, shows the difference between truth and falsehood. So. This book really is supposed to be a, a, a companion and a guide for us in our lives. So what that means is, uh, you know, in terms of our, you know, family relationships, you know, uh, uh, how are we? Uh, are we keeping in contact? Are we following the guidance that Quran has given? Uh, you know, in terms of our relationship with Allah SWT, you know, are we praying our salah? Uh, you know, are we fulfilling our obligations to Allah SWT? We're fulfilling our obligation uh, to others uh, and also our obligations to this ummah. Um, you know, this is a time where, although we are very concerned about ourselves and our loved ones and those around us, this, you know, should actually make us appreciate how others around the world uh, are feeling and what they're experiencing. Subhanallah, you know, we're li- living in, in our houses. Okay, we are house ridden, we can't go out, but still. Uh, that is nothing compared to those uh, in Syria or, or in Turkey where they're in a camp uh, and it, life is so has, is so harsh anyway. Okay. And now, you know, with uh, this disease, this virus, uh, you know, ravishing through, there is no ventilator, there is no hospital, there is no even food. So this is what the Ummah, uh, you know, is going through. And in fact, humanity around the globe is going through and this is a time Quran actually gives it's a huda and a guidance it makes us think our responsibility to others how we can engage how we can contribute and how we can improve things uh, for others so the Quran should actually you know make us um, how can I say it, move really uh, you know Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam Aisha said when they asked you know what is the Quran they said look at Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he's a walking Quran so what that meant is that he embodied the teachings of the Quran in his life. Uh, and so for us, we need to embody the teaching of the Quran, you know, in, in our daily life, in our workplaces, in our, uni- in, in our study, in whatever we do. You know, and this is a time, you know, it's easy for us. We don't have a choice but to actually think. We're forced to think because not only, you know, in Ramadan, the uh, shayateen are chained. But even insan is changed. There's a lockdown yeah, right so, now. So, uh, right? Yeah, the lockdown. Absolutely. And we yeah, have no option. Yeah, and so yeah. really, you know, it's how we look at it. We can yeah. look at the situation uh, negatively and just look at fear. Or mm. we can look at it, you know, in, in, in a positive way and, yeah. and, and draw, you know, conclusions and uh, sort of lessons from the Quran such that, you know, it impacts us and that we come out of this. And inshallah, we will come out of it. And we come mm. out of it renewed in our iman, 
renewed in our tawakkul, renewed in our you know observance uh, of the deen, uh, you know in our homes, in our families, and in our community. Inshallah. Jazakallah, it's almost like you've, you, you've taken my next question away from me, right? Uh, because, yeah, I mean, lockdown, isolation, self-isolating. I mean, and subhanAllah, I mean, that, that was going to be my next question to you, which is, you know, uh, okay, the, the, surely there's a silver lining in, in these gray clouds, right? Uh, and, and it's about, okay, how do we take, a, you know, you know what opportunities can we you know how do we take advantage of the of the opportunities that are available right yeah. in, in in a circumstance that we didn't choose right now i tell you normally you're right normally you know you would have to wait last 10 days for itikaf right and, you know typically right so you have to wait for the last 10 we're days we're all mu'takif right now we're all mu'takif, in, in right? a certain way so absolutely right so we're all homebound and subhanallah you, you don't have to go and wait for the last 10 days before yes. we're all niqabis at the moment and we're, we're all we're all, um, <laughs> we're all compulsive um, ablutionists. Ablutionists, yeah. yeah subhanallah. Look at look, wow. look at the state of affairs. Allah Akbar. Right? And you know what? Subhanallah. You know, there's still those those distractions are still available, right? And and yeah. it doesn't mean just with the fact that we're in lockdown. You know, we're not going to get distracted, and there's no dis. You know, you know, yes. you know, you know, distra- organized distractions that can take us away. But inshallah. With Ramadan, I, I, I think it, it helps us, it pushes us in that direction. What are some of those practical things, right? That, you know, you can, you can advise our listeners that they should be, you know, trying to, you know, okay, you know, in previous weeks, for example, I was saying, look, okay, we need to start making plans. You need to think of, you know, set yourself some goals. You know, you, know, you need to, you know, mark out some, you know, you know depending on your, your domestic situation, mark out an area within your home this, this Ramadan. Which you're going to use for, you know, for for example, for taraweeh prayers. Mm. If you've got, you know, other other siblings, you've got children, adult children, and you're going to pray together. Try to pray together. You know, practical steps that you can take as a family to kind of create a, a collective atmosphere of Ramadan in your homes, right? Mm. So let's talk about some of those practical op- things that we can do in our homes, right? Which we wouldn't normally do, possibly, right? But we can do that this time, right? So yeah. maybe you're not you're going to go into the masjid and you're not going to pray Zohar and you're not going to hear a reminder in the masjid, but perhaps pick up a book or a hadith book and after Zohar Salah with your children sitting next to you, as you sit next to you, you've prayed in Jama'ah, open that hadith book up, re- read the hadith and reflect upon it or discuss it. You know, some, some practical suggestions that perhaps you're thinking of doing, uh, Kamal, uh, within your family. Uh, that you can perhaps you know share some of those secrets to, with with our listeners. Well, uh, let, let me show you some things um, uh, that I, I, I'm doing. Um, yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, all the masajid are closed, so there's no Jum'ah. Yeah. So there's a collective atmosphere or feeling, or you know, listen to the the wa'az uh, or the khutbah that we're missing yeah. out. Yeah? yeah. So what I try to do with my family is, um, you know, on on a Friday we pray yeah. zuhur in Jamaat. And, and and before we do that, what I do is I, I just give a bayan, you know, yeah. and an exaltation and uh, to my family, yeah? Yeah. and 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 uh, and so that they because we don't hear the khutbah, but at yeah. least because we're not going to the masajid, but at least we hear you know that atmosphere is there, and then we pray the salat al dhuhr. And another thing uh, we could do is um, you know technology can be used for khair or it can be used for sharp. No. Yeah. So, you know, with our extended family members, we can get on, you know, I've, I've recently discovered the Zoom yeah, uh, technology. Yeah, I uh, think all of, all of us, all of us have. Yeah. And, and you know, we were able to get on it and, 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 you know, communicate with our extended family and others. And recently, yeah. let me give you one example. Um, yeah. You talked about your friend uh, who passed away. There's a dear brother and friend of mine. Uh, Alhamdulillah, he's okay now. But uh, he was in uh, hospital, um, you know, on a ventilator, uh, wow. and so was his brother, you so know, wow. and they were in a critical situation. So what we did was, um, you know, uh, we got all the friends, family, brothers we knew, and his family, and we got on Zoom, you know, I gave a bayan, and we all did dua, yeah, so. at the end of it, for the shifa of this brother and, 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 and his brother, and for others, yeah. you see. And that sort of allowed us to have a collective feeling, uh, you know, and, and togetherness and, and, and sort of uh, allowed us to comfort each other, you know, and give, give solace to each other. You know, the Quran says, 
وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصب they enjoin each other the truth so we encourage other to stay on the deen to you know to follow the truth follow the haq and we enjoin each other uh, to have sabr and so this was one way that we could uh, pass that message that you know we should have sabr tawakkul on Allah and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the shifa uh, of this brother so yeah. so that that's one uh, you know sort of collective thing that we can yeah. do the other thing yeah. is you know we can't go to the masjid to pray you know uh, in jamaat at you know at home you know we yeah. we can pray uh, you know our fard salah in jamaat as a family yeah. you know and and in a strange sort of way um yeah. uh, you know lockdown has separated families in the sense that you can't go and visit no. but subhanallah you know um in a strange way this can actually draw us closer no. to our families through because no. we can use the technology to keep no. in contact because we will share uh, 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 you know the same uh, feeling of you know needing allah right now yeah and no. needing allah's help uh, needing allah's mercy and his forgiveness uh, right now and that shared experience can actually bring us together no no subhanallah Zakallah, Ustad. Uh, just a reminder to to my listeners, I am in conversation with the uh, Ustad uh, Sheikh Kamal Abu Zahra from London. We are discussing all things Ramadan. Uh, how do we benefit from this blessed? How do we derive the maximum, the optimal benefit and benefits from this month blessed month of Ramadan, Inshallah, which is just literally six days, uh, you know, in, 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 in six days away, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, and that's what we're discussing. Uh, 0152481820, 7794818220 is the number uh, in the studio, inshallah ta'ala. Of course, we are not in the studio. We are, we, we, we are, we are broadcasting and transmitting from our makeshift studios from home, inshallah ta'ala. But the, any messages that go through to the studio will be passed on to us, inshallah ta'ala. And if you've got any questions for those thoughts, to actually uh, SMS or WhatsApp. We've got about 10 minutes remaining, inshallah ta'ala. Mm. And uh, this, is an, uh, this is a fantastic conversation, mashallah. I'm personally reflecting upon the words and the advice that uh, Kamal, you're giving, inshallah ta'ala. And, and I pray a, a lot of our listeners are too and tuned into, you know, Inspire FM. Of course, being at home and locked in, inshallah ta'ala. You know, this is a, a fantastic opportunity for, for our listeners who, you know, mashallah, we've got a big, wide listenership of inspire fm especially around the, uh, across the community who for them is is a regular means of getting islamic knowledge culture from you know this islamic radio station alhamdulillah uh, okay so uh, a couple of more things i i want to just touch upon before we we end the show uh, is that of course in, in in our individual capacities you know we, we've talked about you know reflecting we've talked about some of the practical things we can do as family we've also discussed that and i think i totally agree with, with you subhanallah you know i would never you know have a video conference call with all my family members and all my siblings like i do now we've got a weekly call where, where we do these things so subhanallah it, it's strange but it, mm. in many ways it has brought us a, a lot together uh, you know so some of the, the other things that I was sharing earlier, and I want uh, you, you know you to, sh- to you to share it, and I want our listeners to share this with other people because through these uh, sharing of these ideas, not only will you benefit, not only will you gain the rewards, but also other others will benefit. You know, make your homes into massages. I've discussed this before. Call the azans in your homes. Call the ikamas in your homes audibly, so that all the family members, whether on the, they're on the floor one, floor two, or floor three, or whatever floors there are. Everyone knows it's Salat and everyone's getting ready, everyone's coming together. Now, some people may feel shy and say, you know what, it's easy for you to say, you can call the Azan, easy for you to say, leave the Salat, you perhaps know the Quran, more of the Quran. You know, some people may be feeling shy, I don't know much of Quran. You know, how do I give a reminder? I don't know much in terms of Islamic knowledge, etc., etc. How do you uh, overcome that shyness? How do you take that first step, uh, Ustad Kamal? Well, Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he said balighu alwani ayah that you know that even if you know one ayah you should yeah. tell others yeah. so in other words you know the the point is not the uh, quantity necessarily because you can be subhanallah like the, i gave the example of bani israel you know you can be a walking book yeah, yeah that you yeah. memorize anything but if, if it doesn't exhibit in your life it's meaningless and it's hollow or you can exhibit one ayah and you can convey that to another person and teach you know what you've learned 
and that would be much more valuable in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than just, just the quantity. So, you know, what we can do is even if we know a short surah, if yeah. a father, you know, he leads salah in his house, just read with, you know, Juz Amma, or if it's less than Juz Amma, you know, yeah. uh, uh, the short surahs, yeah. still that experience of praying together, uh, you know, even with the short surahs, uh, you know, this is uh, much better and this will be much rewardable, you know, and we should not stop us from doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, in fact, you know, the Jum'ah Salah is supposed to be short. Even the Jum'ah, even the Imam is not supposed to read long ayahs. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we should read uh, as much as we, you know, can. Um, yeah. You know, in terms of um, Taraweeh, um, yeah. there's a practical issue because we like to recite, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, long surahs. You know, yes. and, you know, alhamdulillah, your family, you know, is blessed with you. Your hafiz, you know, our families, some of our families, we are blessed with the hafiz or someone who can recite more. Some families uh, may not know. Uh, in no. that circumstance, you know, um, uh, you, you know, what you can do is, you know, for certain madhahib, they allow uh, to read the mushaf. No. You know, that's not ideal. But no. we are not in ideal circumstances. No, no. Right no. now. Yeah, ideally, no. you, you know, we'll go to the masjid. But no. we can pray at home. In fact, this was the hal and the situation of the companions, Radwanullah no. alayhim uh, ajma'in, during the time of the process and that. They actually prayed at home. No. You know? And so no. one can use a mushaf, uh, you know, and, and to recite the longer surahs. No. Uh, and do not worry too much about, um, oh, you know, I can't recite like a qari. Yeah, no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not looking at that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. is looking at your niyyah and your mm. effort and, and your, you know, your sincere efforts, inshallah. And we no. should uh, try as uh, much as we can, inshallah. Okay, alhamdulillah. I, I think a very, very uh, succinct and, and a very, very, very useful appointments there, mashallah. I think the key thing there for listeners is do not feel shy. Please do not feel shy. Do not feel re- reluctant, hesitant in doing khair, in doing good. I, 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 you know, that, that's only from shaitan, I mean, to, to procrastinate, you know, right? Can I give you one hadith? Yeah, hadith. go on, go on, uh, go on come on. Uh, it's it's uh, one of my um, uh, favorite hadith. But the Prophet no. sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he said, you know, in qamat ala hadikmul qiyama. He no. said, if, you know, qiyama were to approach a person. Yeah? No. So, you know, tomorrow is yomul qiyama. No. So, you know, people are saying this is like the end of the world. But you no. know what? Even if it is the end of the world, also, I'm yeah. saying, if it is qiyama for you tomorrow, and, in, and yeah. that person, he had a ceiling in his hand and it intended to plant it. Also, some said, let him plant it. Let him do that good deed. Mm. Let him do that action. In other words, yeah. we're, off, you know, um, we're not hesitant in doing, being productive. Also, some yeah. said, don't you know, belittle the good deed, even if it's a small deed. Yeah. You see? And so, you know, we, we should do it and we should feel encouraged to do it and we shouldn't be shy or hesitant, uh, inshallah. But actually, you know, ittaqullaha masata'atum fear Allah as much as we can no, and, no. and rush to the good deeds as much as we can. Right, right. So, subhanAllah, uh, Kamal, you, you know what? I, I would love to speak to you for another hour if, if, if possible. <laughs> and, and if you had another hour to give to me, right? Uh, and, and subhanAllah, you know what? It's, it's been lovely uh, speaking to you and really jazakallah for, for your time uh, this evening because the producer is telling me I've got about four minutes remaining, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't want to quite let you go immediately. Uh, maybe just another quick minute in terms of, you know, we talked about a lot about individuals, we talked about families, we talked about the Quran. You know, you know, this is a month of a lot of voluntary work, a lot of charities, a lot of sadaqah, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff that, you know, people would have traditionally done out, gone out there and done, got engaged, got busy, and, 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 and they may feel that, you know, they're not going to have the opportunity. You know, what, what kind of opportunities are available for, for you know, the individuals to actually, you know, still do khair, you know, and still do good for others, right, in this month of, of Ramadan? Obvious one being, don't forget to give your zakah and your sadaqah. Is is you know for a lot of people Ramadan is the month of zakah. Any any very quick tips around that area? Well, you know, um, we all have our individual circumstances and no. uh, and and our old capabilities and and, and no. but the issue is that we have the need and the intention uh, no. to see how we can contribute. You know, no. where as they say, where there is a will, 
there is a way and yeah. and then if you have intention Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy for you and find a way for you uh you, you know so uh, online uh, you know the, the the ways to um help others in, you know in terms of the sadaqa um you know fundraising through zoom as we mentioned before um yeah. maybe our neighbors they need help non muslims they need help yeah so yeah. maybe an elderly neighbor who needs food uh and and so obviously maintaining the social distance rules so we can go and uh, you know drop some food off for them yeah so so we we need to look at our circumstance you know even nhs you know people they yeah. said that they need help with the nhs uh, and so we need to look at ways that whether it's muslim or non muslim how can we contribute and you know be productive uh you know yeah. at this time uh, seeking allah's pleasure Barakallah fiqa, Ustaz Kamal Abu Zahra, you know, Jazakallah Heron for your time, Jazakallah Heron for joining me, Inshallah Ta'ala. The, the good news is that I'm going to be continuing with this show in the month of Ramadan, but at a different time, and I'm going to try to pester you as much as I can to get a, 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 a bit more of your time, Masha'Allah, so that we can actually, you know, perhaps, you know, reflect upon some, some of the ayats of the Qur'an in the in the month of Ramadan and share some of those lessons in valuable lessons with with our listeners inshallah but really jazakallah for, for your time this evening jazakallah for joining me uh, and inshallah this this discussion will be available on podcast very shortly and we will issue that to everyone uh, inshallah so that people can listen to that jazakallah ustad and uh, Okay, listeners, that was uh, Ustad Kamal Abu Zahra, and we were in discussion with regards to Ramadan and benefiting from the month of Ramadan. Inshallah, we have run out of time, and we are going to be finishing the show very, very shortly in about 15 seconds. Uh, do remember it is in your du'as, uh, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to witness the month of Ramadan. We'll be back next Saturday. It's going to be a slightly different time, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, but inshallah ta'ala, until next week, I want to say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to all our listeners. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he allows us to witness this blessed month of Ramadan. Stay safe, stay at home, and do increase your ibadat and remain positive, inshallah. Remain positive, inshallah ta'ala, and, and remain uh, connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at Inspire FM Luton.